Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode two of So Chat with Cat. In today's episode, I'm going to talk to you all about needles. A couple years ago, I walked into the tech department where I work and I asked our head tech a very important question. I said, if you could give any piece of advice to our customers out there for better sewing, what would it be? And he said, change your needle and change it often. So that's what I'm telling you. Do what he said to do. Change your needle and change it often. You know, I've been sewing for decades. And when I learned to sew, I really only knew of two types of needles. I knew of the regular needles, which are now considered universal needles, and also the ballpoint needles. I never really used ballpoint needles that much because... Back when I was learning how to sew, the knits were kind of yucky. They're nothing like the knits of today that are just wonderful to work with. They're super soft, super comfortable. So I didn't really use the ballpoints very much. It was always that quote unquote regular needle. So I didn't really know of any other needle types other than those. But today there is a staggering number of different types of needles and different brands. So many so that, you know, I have customers coming into the store and they give that deer in the headlight look when I talk about different types of needles. And there is a great reference guide that you should have in your sewing room to help explain the different types of needles. And Schmetz, that's a company that makes needles, has something called the ABC Pocket Guide. It really is that small. It can fit in your back pocket. This is a wonderful guide. We do have it at... Uh, the store where I work, and I often give it to people who are new to sewing or people that have started sewing decades ago like me, that maybe they got out of it or maybe they've just been doing the same old thing for all these years and never really thought about it. When they go to the store, they keep buying Singer needles, which are fine, you know, depending on what type of machine you have. But the ABC Pocket Guide is really wonderful. I highly recommend it. If you can't get it at your local sewing dealer or you don't have a sewing store near you, check on Amazon to see if they have it. They might have it there. But when you open the cover of this ABC Pocket Guide, I call it a needle Bible. It even shows how to read a needle package. And then it goes through, when you turn the page, different types of needles. Let's see, we have universal, stretch, jersey, jeans, leather, microtex, quilting, embroidery, gold embroidery, metallic, top stitch, hem stitch, double eye. I mean, I'm just going through here. And it talks about the needle anatomy, the parts of the needle. And then there are even some interesting needles in the back. One of the newest types of needles is the super non-stick. And those are going to be designed for when you're sewing with an embroidery stabilizer, like temporary spray adhesive or that self-adhesive hook and loop tape and even the sticky types of stabilizer. So those are really awesome. And it really, I guess it produces less heat, but it just has a nice coating on that works well in those situations where you're working with some type of, of adhesive. So I do recommend those if your sewing project calls for it. All right, so definitely check out the Schmetz ABC Pocket Guide and try to get one of these. It's great to have in your sewing room, but it's also, if you're looking for a nice gift, for one of your sewing friends, uh, perfect gift for them if they don't already have one. All right, it doesn't go without saying that if you have a needle in your machine for a very long time, it's going to cause you problems. And when people bring their machine into the store saying, I'm having trouble with my machine, the questions that we always ask are pretty much the same. Number one, one of those questions is, uh, when was the last time you changed your needle? 
And a lot of people will look at me like, what? I have to change the needle? And like I said, you know, we've all been there. If, if you sewed 30, 40 years ago, we only change the needle if it broke. That's the only time it, we really seem to change it. We never really thought about get them getting dull, which is really odd. You know, you think about tires in the car and, you know, they'll go bald after a while, but we just never thought to change our needle. I guess eventually we were bound to hit a pin and it would break. So you can get skip stitches because of that. And, and oftentimes you can actually hear an old needle because it'll make a popping sound when it hits a fabric. So you do want to listen for that popping sound. If you're getting skip stitches, immediately swap out your needle. Also, anytime you have a needle hit, if your needle hits a pin, change your needle because you could have a slight bend in that needle that may not be perceptible to your eye, but it might be there that will affect the quality of your stitching. Uh, likewise, if you hit a pin, you may see the bend. And of course, you're going to change your needle when you actually see it. If you break your needle by hitting a pin, well, then yeah, obviously you're going to change your needle at, at that point in time too. But it's always those hits that don't really, you can't tell if there's a bend in them. You know, if you hit the foot with your needle, if you hit the needle plate for some reason, change your needle. Every hit means change the needle. All right, there are also many different brands of needles. Um, I like to use Schmetz. I have used Janome on occasion because I do have some Janome machines. But there are also organ needles out there. Organ produces great needles. There are, I know Bernina still makes their uh, Bernina needles, and some people only like to use Bernina needles in their Bernina. There are still Singer needles out there. When you go to a place like Walmart or you look online, you'll see Singer needles and Schmetz needles. And if you have an older machine and you don't know what to buy, well, ask yourself, what machine is it? If you have an older Singer machine, I would tend to go with the Singer needles. But if it's not an older Singer machine, and even newer Singer machines, I will recommend Singer needles. But any other brand, they're really tolerant of Schmetz needles. I always say whatever brand you're using, like Schmetz or Organ, what the right needle brand for you is the one that you like and you feel works great in your machine. I just have a couple, um, you know, caveats with that. So like with the Singer needles, but you know, if you have a brother or a baby locker. Um, a Janome or an Elna and you want to use Schmetz needles, go right ahead. I've never had a problem with Schmetz in mine and, and that is still what we recommend. You could use the Janome needles. You could use the organ needles. Try, try them out. Try out different brands and see which one you like. I don't know if you're really going to see much of a difference in any of those brands, but some people do have a preference. And you definitely do want to look at your manual. There will be manufacturer recommendations for the needles that you're going to use. All right, which brings me to types of needles. There are different types of needles. I mentioned um, the, like the leather and the metallic, all those different types. But if you have a specialty machine, like a cover stitch or a straight stitcher or a serger, they also take different needles. A lot of the newer sergers, I recommend HA1SP. SP stands for special point in size 11 and 14 for most of your surging projects. If you're using a cover stitch machine, I recommend the EL705s. If you're using a straight stitch machine, again, read your manual because every manual has those recommendations in, the, in it. Some of the straight stitch machines will recommend, you know, a regular universal, but I use the HL by fives in mine because that's what my 
um, manual says to use. So definitely check out the types of needles for specialty machines. And that is in the ABC Pocket Guide put out by Schmetz. In addition to the type of needles, you need to think of the size of your needles. Size matters in needles. My recommendation, first and foremost, is to always match the size of the needle with the fabric that you're using. So, for example, if you are stitching together two layers of cotton or two layers of a light to medium weight knit, you know, you use a size 12. Okay, whether you want to use a universal or a stretch needle or a ballpoint, that's up to use, but try using a size 12. Always use the smallest size needle that will get the job done because a larger needle will put a larger hole in the fabric. So size 12, if I was going to sew a pair of jeans, if I was seaming the two layers together, I would use a denim needle in a size 14 because the denim that I use is usually greater than nine ounces. So it's more of a beefier pant weight type of denim. If I get to the point where I'm doing the fly front or I'm stitching on the waistband or I'm stitching on the pockets, I will use a size 16 denim needle. And then when I get to the point where I'm doing the hem, that inseam and outseam really adds a lot of bulk. I will get out my hammer, hammer the inseam and outseam, and then I will either use a 16 or an 18 to finish that hem. You, you really need a large needle for that hem because it can be so thick and always so slow. Now, if you're doing bridal shears or, or bridal sewing, a very sheer fabric like chiffon. I've done some sewing with chiffon. And I always start off with a size 10 needle. That size 10, put it in my machine, start stitching. If I get snags in my fabric, that's a clue to me, go down a size. So I go down to a nine. Now, needle sizes generally run eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 14, 16, 18, and there's 20 out there too. There could be some larger sizes. I don't work in the industrial market, so I don't know. But um, for a shear, I would use start off with a 10 and then go down to a nine. I wouldn't make the jump to an eight because it's just you're really getting into a very small needle. Go down one, see if it works, and if you're still getting a snag, maybe go down to an eight. I don't think I've ever needed to use an eight. I think that's why I still have a full pack of eights in my stash. I think I have had to go down to a nine, though, because of snagging on the fabric. Some people will match their needle size to the type of thread they're using. I think that's more of a quilter's decision. As a garment sewer, I usually match it to the fabric. But if you're using a different weight of thread, because quilters, you know, they do use different weights of thread depending on the on what they're doing. So that's where, you know, as far as those the weights of the thread, I would consider that in the needle type too. So most of the time I go by the fabric, the weight of the fabric and the thickness of the fabric, but there is another area where you might want to choose a size based upon the thickness of the thread. All right. So basically change your needle often. Definitely look into getting that Schmetz pocket guide of needles and always be on the lookout for new needles that come out because that's how you're going to make sure that you keep very aware of what's out there. And there might be a new product out here that out there that may suit your sewing 
um, even better than what you're currently experiencing. So I hope you learned something from this podcast and I hope it helps you out. Just remember the basic guidelines, change your needle often, use the right type of needle and use the right size. And last but not least, this is really important. On many of your sewing machines, you need to consider the size of the needle and that needle threader. You always have to look in your manual because in most of these single needle home machines that I sell, you should not be using the needle threader, that automatic needle threader with needles less than size 11 and greater than 16. I hate to break it to you, but you're still going to have to thread your needle by eye if you use really small sizes or you use really large sizes. We don't even like to think about not using that needle threader when you get above the age of 40. So just be aware of that when you're using your machine because if you use a very small or very large, you could damage your needle threader. All right, you guys, I hope you learned something. Definitely consider picking up that Schmetz ABC Pocket Guide. It will be a big help to you or your favorite sewer. All right, till next time, uh, please join me in episode three of So Chat with Cat when it comes out. All right, thanks, you guys.